Hey everybody, this is Emily Sanchez, the Divorce Coach. I am really excited about this episode today. This is going to be officially my first podcast. Yay! So anyway, I wanted to introduce myself and tell you a little bit more about what I do and then give you just a few little tips, a few little do's and don'ts. So again, my name is Emily Sanchez. I am happily married. I have four children and I went through a divorce years ago. And I don't like to say it was a failed marriage because I feel that through that I learned so much. I think we both could agree. We learned so much. Um, we are better people because of it. We're, we are where we need to be now. And so it can work out, I promise you. But I just wanted to say that so that you could know that I know I know from experience how tough it can be to go through a, a breakup and, and have that devastating feeling in your life. So why get a divorce coach? There's many reasons. So why would anyone get any coach? You want to sharpen a skill. So my friend's little boy has a pitching coach. My friend at the gym has a trainer and a health coach. I know people who have business coaches. Uh, the divorce coach is the same type of deal. There's many reasons, so let's list a few. One could be you are actually going through the process and the legal jargon, the paperwork, coming up with a parenting plan, if you are a parent, uh, can be overwhelming. And you would like some fresh eyes to take a look, brainstorm, and come up with something that, that suits you. Another reason could be you are really down. You have never experienced so much emotion maybe in your life. Maybe your self-doubt is at an all-time high. Um, that could be another reason you'd, you'd look for a coach. And in those type of situations, after you're divorced, you may not feel that mentally you are, you, that you exhibit trauma or, or have a mental illness, if you know what I'm trying to say, to, to go to a therapist. That's how I felt. I felt like I needed a middle ground. I didn't feel um, that a therapist could really understand or help me. I wanted someone who's experienced it before. And so that's where the coaching side by side, not really digging into the mental aspects of it, but future focused. Another reason is dealing with an ex. I have clients who can hardly even speak to their ex. There's so much pain and the communication, even over the years, is just really bad. And so everything is through email or everything is just so tense. There's so many triggers and emotions still. So dealing with an ex or when you still have children that you're sharing, that's a whole other reason. Um, the single parent in general, to switch to single parenting is heavy. Um, I have felt that. And so reaching out for somebody to help you through that is very beneficial. And one more I can just think of is you need someone who is maybe not a family member and is in that heated state of picking sides uh, knowing the situation, when you have an outsider, they can look at it uh, with an unbiased opinion and help you through and see it outside of the box. So somebody that can think through that. 
So those are a few reasons. So on to my do's and don'ts after a breakup. Okay, I'm gonna start with the don'ts just because it's fun. So my first one is don't go into a lot of detail about your breakup story, especially to people who may not be close friends. Now, coaches, there's two sides of this. There's some coaches who say, tell that story, tell it, get it out, tell it to anybody that will listen. And then there's other coaches like myself who say to suppress it a little bit, uh, to watch your social media. And let me tell you why. Um, I remember after my divorce, in fact, it was when my divorce was final, I was at Walmart and I ran into an acquaintance, not even like a friend. And for some reason, okay, I was emotional and I broke down in front of her and I told her I just got this divorce and I didn't go to all the details, but man, after I walked away, it was so awkward and, and I felt bad about doing it. And then I just rehashed the whole thing in my mind. So that is the biggest reason. It's not, you're worried about what somebody would think of you. It's nothing like that. Trust me, that is not my style. It is for you personally. When you are retelling that story, you are replaying it in your mind like a bad movie. If you go to a movie and it's terrible or it's like the saddest thing you've ever seen, do you want to keep replaying it? No, you want to replay the good ones, your favorite ones that make you laugh. So I can't imagine going to somebody like on the street or even, even a friend or associate and you're telling them about this terrible movie and then this woman died and then she gave birth and she died and then this person died and I was crying and I didn't have enough tissues. I mean, then they're sad. They don't want to hear it. It's just terrible. It makes me think about sometimes I have a little four-year-old who tells me details, okay, about her poop. Let's just cut to the chase and be honest. I asked her the other day, how are you doing? And she said, well, mom, that's her voice. Well, I, I had to poop and it was really, really huge and green and big and there's some spots and I'm like, whoa, 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 okay, stop, stop. So I said, you don't have to tell me details about the poop. You can say, hey, I pooped and you're all good. So we don't wanna hear all the details, but you don't wanna replay those details. Now, if you think opposite, that is fine, but those are my reasons. So if you feel brave and you're gonna put it out there on Facebook that you're having a super hard day and you want you want to do that and you're feeling there's there's reasons behind all of that and if that makes you feel better, great. But on the road to recovery, on the road to healing, if you are replaying that, it does nobody good and it's not gonna help you heal. So that's my first don't. My other don't is don't throw your ex under the bus, literally and figuratively. Um, uh, don't bag on them all day. Don't criticize them. Um, this is hard, especially if you are still in what I call the voodoo stage, okay, of the breakup. Breakups have stages too, just like stages of grief and loss. I really feel like the voodoo stage is a thing. Not everybody goes through the voodoo stage, and let me explain the voodoo stage really quickly. 
I think you know what I mean. It's just when maybe they have done something to you or you feel like it's to you and you had a bad breakup and you do not wish them well. You're sitting with your little doll, you're poking and you, you want death to come upon them and all bad things. Hopefully that stage is super short, um, but uh, it, it happens sometimes and it's okay to be angry. We all move through it, but hopefully you can move through that. So don't bag on them. It just brings it back to you. And um, maybe it isn't about you. I've heard many, many people and clients, he cheated on me. He betrayed me. He changed. And I think it was something I did. No, maybe that's just his issues. Maybe he just cheated. Let's leave the on me part out of it. Or he betrayed himself. Those issues are his business. They are not yours. So don't bag on him. Okay, I got one more don't. Don't give yourself a time frame for healing. I recently have heard this with one of my clients. She came and said um, she had the experience where her husband had cheated on her. And I, I, I can't imagine how painful that would be. But she said, well, I had the support group and they say that it that takes two years, two years. And then she was talking to somebody else and they said, you know, after she was, it had been two years, then she went somewhere else. They said, they said it actually takes five years. So I'm going to give it five years. No, please don't. Don't project a timetable. Change actually happens in an instant if you let it. And the example that I always think of is a smoker. They could be a smoker their whole life. They identify as a smoker. They're just, well, I'm a smoker. I can't quit. I've tried to quit and all these things. But quitting actually happens in an instant. So your recovery, it can happen. It can happen in an instant. I promise you that. So those are some don'ts. Okay, I have a couple of do's. In my last segment, I talked about the five steps to feeling better now. So that's where you can find some do's. So I explained it more on that segment. I'll just go through them really quickly. There's five things. The first one is exercise. The second one is set up your support group. The third one is do things differently. As many things as you can think of differently. Number four is be still and know that you are okay. And number five is accept the reality. So I wanna go forward with this and, and end on my final do. Do start creating and designing that life for your future. So I talked about mental images a little bit ago and how those drastically change in an instant. You've broken up or you're divorced. Your future is different. So we need to feel the future with, I call them memories of the future, but they're just mental images of what you're going to do in the future. So set up something fun. Go with some friends on some big trip that you've always wanted to do. Or sit down, and this is where a coach can come in. Design, maybe you wanna do something totally different with your business. Maybe now you are a single parent and you're going back to work. This can be an exciting time. And once you start planning those dues, planning that future and making it different, making it come alive, that's where the healing can start. 
I truly know that. So let's recap a little bit. Some of the don'ts. Don't tell your story to everybody. Close friend is fine. Close friends and family. You gotta get something off your chest, of course. But what I'm talking about is just in the general social public of people who are not close friends. Please don't share your entire story. It just it doesn't help to rehash for yourself. Number two, with the don'ts. Don't throw your ex under the bus, okay? Don't criticize. Respect him, please. The third don't was don't designate a time frame for healing because healing can come much quicker, especially with a coach by your side. And the do's were my five do's from before, which are exercise, support group, do things differently, be still, and accept your reality. Then the final one was do start planning your future with exciting and compelling things. Okay, that's all from me. I would love for you to subscribe. That will help me reach more people. It will help me grow and help me um, help and heal. That's what I want to do. So thanks. Have a wonderful day. Catch you later. Bye.